Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman by heading over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkast mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Uh, hello, everyone. Hi! Uh, we're with episode of Hypecast! Hypecast! Ah, it's the Hypecast. show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I am your other co-host, David Bell. <coughs> and now <coughs> a third person. <coughs> and I'm... Am I, am I Robert Brockway? Yeah, you are. you are! Oh, holy shit, I got that one right. You did yeah. it! As far as we know you are. Show you over! That's my peak. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing the show, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah. Uh, how you been? What's what's uh, what's what's everything? How's oh, everything? You know, explain bad life. Terrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Are, are you used to getting different answers these days? I can lie. No, it's usually no. it's usually bad and terrible, or some variation yeah. thereof. Yeah, bad and terrible. How about you guys? Bad and Pretty terrible. Good. I'm yeah. great. Couldn't be better. <laughs> You're a monster. Dude. Dave's like, I'm thriving right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody's down to my level now. Yeah, this and is, so this I am is king. COVID America is my Xanadu. <laughs> my career of just living in fear and collecting yep. debt. It's just yep. thriving. Yeah. I can justify every order for delivery I make now. Where oh, I'm yeah. like, well, it's safer. That is a definite plus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all those uh, Amazon orders. I don't have to order ethically anymore because it's safer yeah. this way. Yep. Every, exactly. Every, every DoorDash hamburger. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm, I mean, I, I'm I guess protecting I could cook, the public I'm by doing this. I'm practically a hero for yeah. doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Basically a hero. It's great. Um, it's wonderful. Oh, man, yeah. Um, well, we should probably say the do the producers. We could. Yeah, yeah we could do, do that. that. You want to you you get that out of the way? Jeez, oh, we have producers through our Patreon. Uh, and we would like to thank uh, a handful of them, and then and then later more, and then later more. Mm-hmm. And so I want to start by thanking Etch. Thank you, Etch. Mm-hmm. New 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 one, Etch. I think Etch has been supporting us for a little bit, and has been very nice about the fact that I left their name off of this list. <laughs> uh, just not checking it. <laughs> thanks, Etch. Well, sometimes you know things slip through the cracks. That's I, true, I yeah. encourage people. All our Patreon producers to treat me like I am an idiot, because sometimes I am. Uh, so thank you, thank you so much, Etch. Thank you to uh, Stephen. Quote: It's pronounced Stephen, not Stefan. Uh, end quote. Simmons. I'm oh. glad you cleared that up, Stephen. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, might be pronounced Simons. The one well, he thing sh- you needed help with. <laughs> right. He should have left a quote letting us know how to say that. Yeah. Next time you're going to get two right. quotes. <laughs> yeah. Steven, I'm going to need a second quote for the last name, please. 
uh, get on that. Uh, thank you to Ramon Belcom. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you to Down Home Chicken. You never spell. They don't spell chicken right, and so yeah, that's just their chicken. That's just their thing. Chicken. Thank you to Julia Dorner. Thank you so much. Thank you to Han Toomey, the confused cyborg. You're wonderful. Thank you to Asking Seven. Thank you so much. Thank you to Happy Ed. Thank you. Love that guy. Thank you to... Oh, yeah. It's great. Thank you to the guy with the head. Mm. Thank you. And thank you to I Was Born to Stare. All caps. No punctuation. All caps. <laughs> oh, beautiful. All right. I'll, I'll let me hop in here. Uh, thank you to Tiger right. Draw. Thank you to Tiger Drawers Pratt Thompson. Um, not singing raindrops. Keep falling on my head. Uh, thank you to Chloe Rice. Thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank, Thank you. you to the Kool-Aid man says, fuck it. Use me to make a huge Molotov and burn it all down, comrades. <laughs> Can do. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Thank you to Guy with a long name. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank gotta, you. We got to shift where that dude's name is. That's uh, not all that's long. <laughs> thank you to E.T. the Extravagant Terrestrial. Thank you. Thank you to Cody Johnston's time machine noise. Thank oh, you to yeah. Pete Vorpagel. And thanks thank to Glitterous. Glitterous. All right, man. God damn. What a delightful bunch of patrons. It. Yeah. Um, let's talk about these trailers. Sure. Uh, what are the bigums? The bigums this week. A lot of a lot of kids movies here. Mm-hmm. And then one, uh, one very big one that you left off the list, and I'm going to slap you the next time we're in public. <laughs> nah. Well, first of all, we won't be in public for a long That's time. That's true. I'm going to have to really yeah, remember have, this grudge. You're going to have to hold on to this hatred. <laughs> You're gonna have to yeah. really internalize it and let it live in your no, heart yeah, I t- for a while. I tattoo, I tattoo each vendetta on my body, like the oh, guy from the Memento. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah, I never want to forget him. Uh, let's start with the Animaniacs trailer. Sure. So I heard that they're not using the same writing team. Um, is that correct? I have no World? idea. No idea. They're okay. all dead now. I mean, yeah, this yeah. Is, they make the joke in the trailer, but the show is over twenty years old. Yeah, it's a very old yeah. show. If you're still writing Animaniacs now, like something That's is true. something has gone wrong for you and they can't they can't risk you being that bitter and coming into it. Right. Yeah, oh, it, the new show is the Animaniacs. Animaniacs. Yeah. They're all just <laughs> bitter and, 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 and angry at everything. Uh it looks like yeah, according to not a great source, it's the cre- the original creator and the writing team were left off. Uh, I okay. okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, this this made me laugh. This trailer made me laugh. Yeah, I mean, if Sh- I I wasn't like a diehard Animaniacs fan or anything because I was uh well actually I wouldn't say I was too old when it came out. I just I didn't I wasn't really watching cartoons after school at this age. Uh-huh. Um, but I liked this show. You're getting laid. <laughs> yeah, I was fucking in fifth grade. No, <laughs> an, an old soul. Yeah. Over cartoons in fifth grade. I'm still not over cartoons. Nah, I, yeah. I don't know. It's I don't know. I, I just fell out of it for a while. But I liked the show. It was funny. And I mean, this looks like basically the same tone. Um, like, I don't so want to into it. I don't want to shit on the Animaniacs for coming back because like, I have nothing sure. but fond memories. But like, I don't go back and watch the show. I have no idea what it's about anymore. And they're talking about right. like. They're making social media jokes like it's 2012, so I guess that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I feel it's, like... It's it's all updated and shit. Yeah, I feel like Animaniacs were all about 
like the Animaniacs themselves anyway, not their side skits. They were all about commenting directly on sort of current events. Yeah, or at and least also, they tackled that more often. Also, the industry, which was really weird for a kids show. Mm-hmm. It was a really weird for a kids show, but like, yeah. do that. Also, comment on the pandemic, also, Yakko. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're gonna. This is this is gonna be the problem. They're, they're the the busty nurse will show up, but she will have passed because of COVID. <laughs> so the yeah. it, the opening opening will be okay. Opening is her funeral, and they go goodbye, nurse. Aww. And they lower her down. I'm they there toss for that. the dirt on the casket. Yeah. Um, I'm ready for Chicken Boo to be like the patholo- oh, pathologist expert. Oh, yeah. See, I don't remember the I don't remember the side ones. I remember the main guys, and then like the rest that you kind of pay attention to while you I don't know play with toys or some shit. Chicken uh, Boo was pretty good. Chicken Boo is a solid what was Chicken gag. Boo's. It was premise. Chicken Boo was just a giant chicken, and they would insert him. Or her, honestly. Ooh, I don't this think is they ever assigned, Where is this I going? Don't think they ever assigned Chicken Boo a gender. <laughs> but they would just insert Chicken Boo into just dramatic situations. Like Chicken Boo would be like a like a general or something. We're like, General, we need your orders. And it's just a chicken. And they yeah. all just respond to it like like he has these great profound ideas or he's doing something uh, that's like, By Jove, you have it. And he's just a chicken. So it's these, these sketches chicken, were like right? 15 seconds long. Then. Yeah, they weren't mm-hmm. very long. Okay. Uh, that's the way they legitimately that. were like 15 seconds yeah, long yeah, yeah. from what it i was, remember it was yeah it's, it's it was a chicken that disguised itself as a human right it would be in various disguises and they would yeah it's right. it's that's, that's the entire game it's just that but yeah per rule of the show there was always one person in each cartoon that was wise to the fact that it was a chicken and no one else believed that person mm-hmm. but it was clearly a chicken right so I'm picturing yeah. Chicken Boo in like surgical scrubs and people are asking Chicken Boo for what do we do about this pandemic? We have so many new cases and it's just it's just a chicken. Yeah. A very Charlie yeah, Kaufman esque for a fifteen mm-hmm. minute cartoon sketch. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Getting into the meta narrative. They were pretty cutting edge. Our Animaniacs. Animaniacs, you can come back just like let's not joke about having cell phones and shit. Let's let's tackle yeah. the real shit. Let's tackle fascism. Neo fascism is well, all I want to yeah, hear. Get, I want to hear a yeah. song. About neo-fascism from the end. That would be amazing. Naming all the different and naming all the different subreddits and shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it would be. The premise is that they're they're coming back after being away for a while. So I assume they'll 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 tell them about the internet and then inevitably about like 4chan and fascism. Mm -hmm. So the first like three episodes are just them sitting in abject horror. Just what have you done while we were gone? What, right. ha- what happened because. to innocence? Why did you kill innocence? Yeah. We had to go. It had to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to kill your darlings sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I'm mean, excited for this stupid bullshit. Yeah. And uh, bring back Tiny Toons too while you're at it. I don't give a shit. I, I would watch the fuck out of Tiny Toons. <laughs> I, I would yeah. watch some Tiny Toons. <laughs> yeah, Love Tiny Toons. Sure, I I'll just I'll revert to being fucking 13 again. Why not? It's yeah. basically what we're doing right now. It's like, what do I do I, all day? I sit around and I play video games. Yeah. Yeah. I do I do think this is aimed a little bit at our generation. Of course. Like, oh, very yeah. Much. They, they sort of know. They're like, who's going to watch this? And they're going, right, the like, kids well, don't give a shit about this. No, no why, why would, would they? they? Yeah. It has yeah. no appeal to the children. Yeah, they might as Which well just make it weird and adult. Which is a bold stance to take for a show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
we're going to make a cartoon show and we it's not going to appeal to kids at all. It's going to be aimed at children, targeted towards children, and children are not allowed to understand it. And it's nope. vital. It is vital that children never understand any of it. It's for parents to make their children watch. And uh, then get mad at because they don't like it. Yeah, yes. They're not laughing. Exactly. Why aren't you laughing? This is great. Son. Your show it's sucks. It's a Bill Clinton joke. Laugh at it. <laughs> it's funny. Look, he's playing the saxophone. He yeah. used to do that. Yeah. I mean, he's a, like a child molester now. We know that. But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but at the time, he was just wacky but president was playing the saxophone. Yet, a, yet another thing that will be ha- they'll have to explain yeah, to the exactly. Animaniacs. Tackle it, Animaniacs. Yeah. You're partially uh, responsible. Yeah. You, yeah. You birthed this That doesn't feel like a, a fair accusation, but I'll say <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm comfortable with us making it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's I don't move know. on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> This is, uh, what is this? This isn't Pixar. This is Disney. It's Disney, yeah. R- Raya and the Last Dragon. That's right. You got it right. Uh, it, uh, I don't know. This looks like, um, this looks like someone watched Star Wars and yeah, was like. Got, got a vibe, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got like a frustrated with the new Star Wars and they're like, let's, let's do our own Ray. Which of the world? And let's just make it the stars. Or wars. Yeah. yeah. And more dragons. More dragons. More like um, Indiana Jones temple hunting shit. Yeah. Which, uh, on, on paper, now that we're talking it out. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm into this. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> no, I mean, it, this. I, I think this looks fine. I mean, it's, yeah. and it's funny you brought up Star Wars because Raya is voiced by Kelly Marie Tran, who got done oh, so shit. dirty by the new Star Wars movies. Yeah. Okay, this feels like it was made by someone who... <laughs> Saw the new stars yeah, and it was like the same that's thing. bullshit. I made my notes and I was like, "This feels like Baby Yoda and the Porgs with that armadillo thing. Like mm-hmm. it's an almost exploitive level of cute." Yeah, like I feel like something's being gamed inside my brain with how how cute that thing is. Like uh, <laughs> you're pulling some shit now. Yeah, for sure. I'm immediately suspicious of anything that makes me feel something. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. like that. No, you can't make me feel something by looking at stuff. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not cool. I feel like I'm being, yeah, we're being tricked. I feel like a somehow. panel of experts was consulted on like how to make me feel emotions again. I do think this is dragon propaganda because <laughs> they, well, she says like I have to find the last dragon to bring like peace, and it's like I don't, I don't think finding a dragon's gonna do that, right? Depends I think on, that'll do the opposite. Depends on your definition of peace. That's oh, wow. true. That's true. If by peace she means like I just want like a big pile of gold. Uh, uh, surrounded by charred corpses, so that that I can uh, find my personal peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly. my that's my safe space. Yeah, I mean nobody's fighting anymore. Dead. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 kind of really excited for this movie. Sure, it looks the, good. The last time there was a last dragon, it was Barry Gordy, and I loved it. So mm. I'll give it another go. Um, yeah. Get, love a good dragon story, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I'm into uh, it. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't show the dragon. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a good... They don't, they don't show you much, which is uh, nice. They just show you a bit they, of like an opening scene, and then you sh- they show you later on when she's all grown up and her armadillo is enormous. Yeah, like a trailer would do. Yeah. Like a real trailer done by people who know what they're doing. I it mean, we're going to... It's old school, it? it's old school in its approach. Yeah. Yeah. 
Though. I think we I mean kind of know what it's about. Yeah. I wish more trailers like, would be like that, but uh, we're probably mm-hmm. going to get two or three more trailers of this that are going to show us just way too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah, this is um, the teaser for the trailer. This is the trailer of the trailer. Yeah. yeah. See, and if this were the only trailer, I like I'm going to see this movie. So like if this was the only trailer they put out, I'm like your mission accomplished. I want to see this. I don't need to know anything else. Yeah, we don't have to cover any more trailers for this. I kind of wanted to keep the hype going. Right, to keep the hype you know? going, yeah. Or just like uh, run it into the ground, just kill it. Gaze up its own asshole until you know everything you didn't want to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I've always wanted to gaze into a dragon's asshole. I, you're well, gonna. Like the, you're like gonna the 2020 film Doolittle. Have you seen Doolittle, Yeah. 2020 film Doolittle. Dream come shit. true, then. You did it. Yeah. Oh, it did more than gaze up the dragon's asshole in that film. He pulls all sorts of stuff out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he plunges elbow deep into it. Yeah, great film. Like the Solid Tool work. song Stink Fist. Mm. That's a... Okay. Good reference, <laughs> too. Yeah. That one's for the kids. Yeah. yeah Animaniacs for, kids. Yeah, all those Animaniacs kids out there. Those are for my <laughs> Animaniacs. <laughs> um, let's move on. All right, this one's a real shame. The very excellent <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Dundee. Yeah. This trailer That's actually is also... word for word what I have in my notes. <laughs> yeah. This is a real shame. This trailer is also seven months old, and for some reason they're doing an, another PR push right now, so like people are reposting it. Ah, that explains. Yes. No, no, I did, I did see, like, I heard about this a while ago, and I didn't put it on like, no, the because doc, why would you like, yeah. but this time around i was like all right this fine is, this is just back to the back to the old nostalgia minds i'm gonna dig this one yeah out. what are we down this to a... what are we down to pogs oh yeah. it's crocodile we're Dundee. down to crocodile dundee yeah all right i guess Bye. and it's, guess we're it's, doing this it's not even a crocodile dundee movie it's a movie about paul hogan yeah it's that meta narrative yes. thing they keep doing which yeah has anybody liked any of them no. I, I'm, no, I can't think of one that I've been super into. But there, nobody there likes it when you do the, like the meta narrative. I'm not the role, but I'm um, really the role. Nobody likes it. Didn't Polly Shore do one? Fucking everybody's did one. I, I think yeah. it started with Van Damme. Oddly enough, was there one yes. before Van Damme's? Uh, I don't know. Here's the here's the uh, thing. Yeah, they call me Bruce. Oh the yeah, Bruce Campbell one. That was pre. That or was my pre- name Van is Bruce. Damme? My name is Bruce. Here's the thing. Is like, just make another Crocodile Dundee. Right, like, why wouldn't you? I think he's probably, he's too old. Oh, yeah, he's definitely too old. I mean, he's, he's old like, to be doing this. Shit. Yeah, he's too old to be doing this. He's too old to be in a car chase with John Cleese. So <laughs> I have both too old for that. So this movie is filled with, because I, I'm pretty sure Paul Hogan isn't a great guy from what I've heard. It doesn't heard, look like, there are some hints in that trailer. That this is yes. not yeah. going to have some some great things to say about the world. No, I think he's one of those who's yeah. For example, he's... Chevy Chase is in it. I was about to say Chevy Chase shows up. John Cleese. These are guys who have kind of toxic opinions on on the internet or from real life. Mm-hmm. I just looked up the movie. Mm-hmm. Can, any guesses on who the first build name is on IMDb? Chevy Chase. No, just go ahead and reach reach into your mind and think what the most perfect name to be is. Adam Carolla. No. Uh, Mel Gibson. 
Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, let, let me offer this this very feebly in this movie's defense, but this is like, I don't, I, I don't even really feel like defending this movie, but like Mel Gibson is Australian. So, I mean, this, yes. this movie is loaded gonna... with Australian guest stars. <laughs> Who's yes, the one Australian the... with influence that would like this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, there is okay. Here's in their defense, it's credited as archive footage of Mel Gibson. Oh, okay. Uh, but then also, yeah. So like, I assume it's like the where they're showing everybody like everybody's talking about Paul Hogan, and I assume they'll be like a clip. Yeah, also, probably. Luke Hemsworth is in this. Sure, uh, why not? Because they couldn't they couldn't get the good Hemsworth. No, they got they they couldn't even get the second. They couldn't best even Hemsworth. like the net. Yeah, they can't get <laughs> yeah. the next Hemsworth. Yeah. They can't get like the top three Hemsworths. They, no, they got the third stringer Hemsworth. This this film is going to be a real fucking yeah, tragedy. The, the, yeah, this movie looks very very sad. Um, he just looks depleted. Like I mean, he doesn't look bad, but he just. He's depleted is the right word. Yeah, he, he's very old, and he doesn't even really seem to be into it. Yeah, why like, why are we be? making this movie? Yeah, why would he be? But like, he has to be the driving force behind getting this movie made. Nobody else came up with this idea. I guarantee you that. Well, it's from the director of a comedy called know. "That's Not My Dog," <laughs> uh, which stars Paul Hogan. Sure. Yeah. So I'm imagining the set of that, and he's like, "Hey, I got this great idea, man." Uh, like Paul Hogan going to the director and the director like, sure, sure, let's do it. Uh, and, and they whip this and fucking film together. And yeah. they run it by Mel Gibson and he funds it. It's just yep. about old men who don't really have a place anymore. Yeah. And he'll fund, he'll fund anything dudes. that's about old shitty dudes who are not welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing is, I do think in theory this... I like the idea of, because the idea is that it's Paul Hogan just like pissing off the world, right? Mm -hmm. Through, but like, it's clear that they're doing like a cancel culture thing yeah, and they're not going to make a good like commentary on it, Mm -hmm. but there's a way to do this. I think, uh, it's not this. No, it's, it's not starring Paul Hogan. What are you talking I don't, about? I don't wait, think wait, wait, it's starring wait, wait, wait. Paul Hogan. Slow down, slow down, slow down. You mean it's not this? I think it could feature <laughs> Paul Hogan. You know what I'd want to see? This movie written by like Charlie Kaufman, uh, just like like the giving him yeah, the being premise. Paul like, Hogan. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you get an, a portal into his head. Yeah, exactly. Like somebody throws how a the beer world can could possibly skull. make sense. <laughs> I do want to uh, see the Hogan shoot. Hmm. Yeah. I'll, this always is, game for a Hogan shoot. Yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, man. Are we going to watch this? Is anybody here going to wa- watch this movie, even out of morbid curiosity? No. Is this movie technically going to come out? <laughs> Does this movie no, even technically not. exist? No. If a movie comes out and nobody watches it, does it exist? <laughs> I think it might go to like a back section of Tubi sometime <clears throat> or some other like just shitty Russian kids startup media streaming service. Oh, yeah. And like, yeah, I can see that. And I'm not going to watch it even then. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even see Crocodile Dundee in Los Angeles. Why the hell would I watch this thing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wait, wait, what? There was yeah. 
in like 2002 or 2003, there was a Crocodile Dundee Part 3, and it was called Crocodile Dundee that in Los Angeles. was the third Crocodile Dundee movie? Yeah, there sure was. <laughs> oh. Okay, so when I said just make another one, they, they tried did. that. They tried <laughs> it didn't work. Well, they tried that. <laughs> it really didn't work. 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. So when it, it was yeah. still 20 years out of date. Right, when it was still 20 years after Crocodile Dundee 2. Yep. It was released April 2001. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's wow. like Paul Hogan's just gonna make a new Crocodile Dundee movie every twenty years until he dies. It's some kind of prophecy. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the reason he can't die. This is the contract. This is the price. Yeah, it's the oh, pact yeah. he made. Yeah. I don't see why. Um. Yeah, let's move on. Oh, <laughs> well, hold on. I was looking up. Okay, it doesn't matter. the The director of Crocodile Dundee in Los Angeles is the director of Quigley Down Under. Sure, and Why wouldn't it I, be? and Free Willy. Pedigree. So, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, all right, yeah. Next, next thing is Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah, this is uh, Chadwick Boseman's last film, last role. It is. I mean, uh, it looks it good, but that's a misleading title. It's, yes. <laughs> This is a title where I'm like, huh, all right. Yeah, it's uh, it's got Viola Davis. It's produced by Denzel Washington. It's it's an adaptation from a play by the same guy who wrote Fences. Uh, I, I'm blanking on oh, his name. Shit. I apologize. Um, um, yeah, it's about jazz, uh, a jazz band in the 30s? 1927. 27. Okay, I was close. Um, yep. And there's like infighting between Chadwick, who's the horn player and viola who's the the lead singer and and, and front woman essentially um it looks I good there huh uh, i just i didn't like my notes on this i was trying to figure out what the conflict was because their infighting seemed almost good-natured like everybody was having a good time while they were arguing yeah and like I, they, not, I, nobody was making any arguments that i haven't seen like actual bands just argue over like, i have a theory my theory is that that's not actually what it's about, but maybe yeah, I'm, it's got to be I'm about wrong. something else. Like there's, there's right now it's no, just oh. like good natured I mean, band arguments. I mean, all they showed was Chadwick coming with ideas and them being just rejected out of hand, and then other people are trying to recruit him into another band because he feels yeah. like he's not his creative voice isn't being heard. I just didn't get the sense that I, anybody really minded it. I think I'm immediately wrong because I just looked up the premise and that is what they're saying it is. I just figured because Chadwick Boseman passed, they're doing a trailer and marketing that that emphasizes him. But it does look like he's a major role in this. Um, It sounds like what I'm seeing here uh, and that it sounds neat is that it probably goes into flashbacks and other things like the like the structure that like bookends or like keeps the story going is that core argument, but it sounds like it's about other things along the way too. So maybe that, I don't know. I do like the idea that it's like, who's afraid of Virginia Wolf in a recording studio, but I don't think that's what it is. I think it's more like, like that jobs movie where like, isn't the jobs movie the one where he's like, it's all like going back in flashbacks, but it's the core thing is him showing the new iPod or something. Am I wrong? Yeah, that was a weird comparison to make. I'm sure the <laughs> makers of this film wouldn't appreciate you comparing How it to How dare jobs. you? 
But you know what I mean? I, yeah, where, I know like, what you mean. Yeah, it's it's bookended by an event, and then the rest of the movie is in between. Like the movie itself yeah. is, is a flashback throughout, like the process. I kind of wish there. it's not. I hope it's like really just low key, low stakes confrontations with like good natured, where they they just don't even really have face a conflict or solve anything. They just kind of mm-hmm. be in a band for like two hours. I mean, yeah, because that's it's the from... place I'm in mentally. I just. <laughs> I just want it to be that. I want it to be like great British baking show, but 1920s jazz band. I mean, I right. I want that for you, but considering it's it's written by the dude who wrote Fences, it is probably oh, not man. that. Oh yeah, <laughs> sorry the the fence factor. This shit's gonna be who's afraid of Virginia yeah, Woolf. This is gonna be real intense. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, that's great. Somebody make my comfort movie then. <laughs> just a band hanging out. Yeah, just fucking, just fucking hanging out, and like maybe they disagree, but at the end of the disagreement, they're like, "Huh, all right, I'll think about it." Yeah, let's go yeah. get a pizza. Roll credits. Roll credits. Yeah. <laughs> credits. Low stakes. Zero conflict. Low. That's what I go to the movies for these yeah. days. Yeah, these uh, days yeah, that's honestly, what I look for. <laughs> in October of 2020, yeah, I don't need any more conflict. <laughs> Good. Uh, August Wilson, by the way. There you go. Uh, it's re- it's based on one of his plays. The screenwriter is somebody else. Um, who? What else did they do? There was something. There was something here. It doesn't matter. None of this matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Fucking they didn't do anything matters. either. So yeah, this will be interesting. I don't know. the The fences factor really makes me want to see this now. Yeah, and it's coming to Netflix, so I don't even have to go anywhere. Fuck yeah. Key selling point right there. It, re- yeah, they're gonna, it really is. <laughs> yeah. They're going to blast it right into your house. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of... Speaking of Netflix, yeah. Netflix, and I don't know, blasting. Uh, the Christmas Chronicles 2. <laughs> Guys? Sure. Do you, did either of you see the first one yeah i have not seen the first one so i'm completely lost it's, i did i did not watch the first one although how, I probably did, how did he become have. santa was it like a was it like a curse or like a magic contract i, I think he's just revenge santa. like i think it's just oh we didn't santa. even tackle the origin story oh, no so I, yeah I'm christmas sure chronicles he's just 3 santa. is going to be like the prequel hmm no it's i think it's just kurt russell santa and it's like, okay, accept it. <laughs> All right. Um, well, if you insist. Yeah, I, I haven't seen these either, but I rest easy at night knowing they exist. Yeah, knowing that there's a Christmas ser- movie series wherein Kurt Russell plays Santa and Goldie Hawn plays Mrs. Claus. And yeah. also Santa is an epic fantasy of some kind. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are like wormholes and magic kingdoms, and, and I think there was a battle cat. In yeah, there there's like point. a snow leopard and like the 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 kid from Deadpool two is like coming in to steal the Christmas star, right? Yeah. The Maori teenager is anti Santa, which yeah, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, technically, anti Claus. That's probably as far from Santa Claus as you can get. Oh shit! Like you guys, you know who's directing this? No. Uh, director of Mrs. Doubtfire himself, Chris, Chris Columbus. Columbus. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right. Chris Columbus uh, making a Christmas movie? I can fuck with this. Yeah. Well, he did Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Thank you very much. Uh, and Home Alone. Oh, but yeah. I don't know if and, I'll oh, seek right, it out. And Home Alone. But I'll kind of watch anything with Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Yeah. Like, if it's on. Yeah. If it's on. I'm, 
And it's I, Goldie I'm, Hawn. <laughs> sure. I yeah, I may just put this on. It kind of feels like Russian Santa. Do you know what do you know about Russian Santa? I know a little bit. I've seen pictures of Russian Santa. I don't I don't have like a biblical knowledge of Russian Santa. I have just I've seen pictures of Russian Santa and he looks like this movie feels, which is Santa but like fantasy and like maybe he might kill a dude. Yeah, and I'm just, honestly I'm here for that. I'm Googling Russian Santa. <laughs> Every, Father Frost? Everybody yeah, at home it. Google Russian Santa. <laughs> he looks rad. He looks rad as fuck, which is a very Russian thing to do to Santa. He does a, look Santa's got to be super masculine. Yeah, I mean, gives honestly, toys to kids. Fuck that. <laughs> honestly, Maybe he looks, slays the enemies of kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he murders everyone pictures, on the naughty list. There's a few pictures where he looks like fucking Poseidon. Uh, <laughs> it depends, you know. It depends on how nice they want to make him look. But he's fucking. Depends yeah. on how nice you are. Which yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. He looks more ferocious the the naughtier you were that year, and until finally and he c- just kills you. Yeah, and a couple of these he has like a mighty crown uh, that looks like it looks like Hellboy's horns. It's really yeah, fucking. Listen, looking super rad. Uh, if it, it, it fills a lot of my criteria, uh, so that's yeah. really all I need. But this is like yeah. this is like the world building. For Russian Santa. Like, if I found out this was the backstory of Russian Santa with the wormholes and, like, the evil teenager and elf societies mm-hmm. and, like, the fucking star on the tree is some sort of mystical weapon of some kind, mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, that's Russian Santa. Yeah. This all checks out, yeah. Go it see, is only go a see matter Russian of... Santa, everybody. Yeah. It is only a matter of time between, like, before we expand the mythology because we there's elves and a bearded wizard man and like that's Santa and Lord of the Rings. Well, and like, why haven't we give Santa like a Middle Earth, a lot of Tolkien-esque adventure? Put some work into this Santa bullshit. Yeah. This is thin. This is thin world building. Well, it's yeah. It, we've done a lot of world building in various Christmas movies over the years. It's just where is the official Santa canon? Like, where? How do we update that? Right. That's right. We need to work it all together. Yeah, we need it. There needs to be like a Santa wiki. Yes, uh, the the mythology wiki is clothes. here's the. Here's the toughie with Santa is whenever you're making a mythology, it all has to somehow involve this maniac traveling the world once a year to give gifts presents for no reason. Yeah. And so like what if we should do something where it's like, yeah, like that keeps him alive or like it keeps the evil out to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it keeps like, our it, world safe. It's, it's like, there. A, it's yeah, like it's an there. anime style cultural spell. Yeah. And without uh, it, the anti-Santas. Right. Yeah, you get anti-claws in there. They just rob you. I mean, I guess we got Krampus, but... Right, yeah, but Krampus comes... I feel like well, that's... He comes in and murders bad German children. Right, right. I feel like <laughs> that's more of a tag team scenario. Right, like, like he's, he has, he's, he's got Krampus' information in his phone. Like, he, he contacts Krampus. Yeah, like, he, he, he reaches out, and they have to bury yeah. the hatchet, and been like, been a long time, old friend. Yeah, you old bastard. And then they like do the predator handshake. Yeah, 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 for sure. Let's write this. We're writing this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this movie's this. already thirty percent done, so let's just keep going. Let's call Chris Columbus. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, got, it's in the bag. Yeah, it's in in the big old. But Santa is Kurt Russell, though. Yes. 
It stays yeah, Kurt Russell. 100%. In this version, yes, absolutely. I think that should be the first thing versions. we add to. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say. Like that's, that, that's canon. That's, that's the first that thing we add canon. to the Santa canon. Yeah, it's Santa's Kurt Russell. Firing that straight out of the Santa canon yeah. into your face. Not, not played by Kurt Russell. No, he just is, is Kurt Russell. Russell. That's what he did. He transitioned yeah. from acting into Santa. Right. They were like, Chris Kringle sounds, it's a little too foreign. Can we do like Kurt Russell? And he was like, yeah, that works. Uh, and that's that's where his name comes from. That's his origin story. Yeah, that's yeah. That's Christmas Chronicles three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. So that's 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 Christmas Chronicles two. <laughs> uh-huh. And three. Uh-huh. And three. We gave yeah. you three. And you three. got two movies out of this one. Oh yeah. Uh, there'll be at least at five least. of them, right? Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I hope saga. so. Yeah. Um. All right. Final trailer. Tom, I didn't put this on because I didn't want to um, overwhelm people with trailers for this. Um, like like The Last Dragon and stuff like that. Because we just covered this, but I'm, f- you know, uh, this is the trailer, the, the more extended trailer for Mank. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is David Fincher's uh, making well, all we, I think Kane. all we did last week was the poster, right? No, we covered the trailer. Huh. Oh, right. There was a little teaser. Yeah, that's right. Oh, the days, yeah. how they blend together. <laughs> the mm-hmm. days are meaningless. All right, but this is like the full-length trailer. Yes. Um, It continues to look dope. I'm going to watch this movie. Yeah. I'm into this. To Gary answer... Oldman doing an old-timey accent? Hell yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> it? Playing a drunk-ass screenwriter? That's Getting the log it. line for this movie. Gary Oldman, old-timey accent. <laughs> yeah. Um... To answer the question I posed either last week, like you said, the days blend together. I was wondering what this was shot on. It's shot on the Sony Red camera, a special black and white camera. Oh, cool! So, like, it's Sony Red made a camera for black and white. I forget who who tweeted at me and told me it might have been Duck Garby. Whoever it was, thank you. Um, it it's uh, monochrome red. Uh, it sound it sounds neat. I don't know why you need a special black and white camera, but whatever. Well, um, it looks good. Yeah, it looks great. I couldn't yeah. tell. Yeah. I mean, you don't you don't really need a special camera to fool me. I'm a dipshit, but <laughs> right. it worked. Yeah. For people who don't know, the Sony RED camera, everybody has a hard-on for, like in the industry. It's like the big yeah. industry digital camera. They made a cell phone that nobody likes. Uh, I don't know why don't they know, would do Brock that. For people who don't know, Brock was dipshit. Uh He's kind of like an ordinary guy, but he's kind of stupid, and he he also doesn't care about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. It it does look good, you guys. Yeah, no, I'm excited for this movie. I can't wait to watch uh, them talk about how making Citizen Kane really sucked. Yeah, and how Gary Oldman was like drunk all the time. Just watching that movie, you can yeah. tell. <laughs> yeah, nobody nobody's liking anyone after this movie yeah. is over. Like these guys, <laughs> these guys had a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> they are not having fun. No, they're not. Yeah, no, none of these people ever hung out again. <laughs> after, yeah. after Citizen but Kane. But they made Citizen Kane. Yeah. 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 I mean, and it was worth it, but. That's something. It's definitely something. It's the Citizen it's Kane like, of movies. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, have you watched that recently? Not not in a no. while. Not in a couple of years. Yeah, it is one like of those movies. Years. Because you always hear about it. it's like Casablanca. You always hear about it before you watch it, and so, like you you hear about it as like it's one of the greatest movies. And then you watch it and you're like, oh yeah, okay. 
Like it's it's yeah, it's really good, you guys. Turns out Citizen Gain's really good. I like Casablanca better, but yeah. Yes, I, I like Casablanca a lot. It's just funny when you watch a movie like that and it's been hyped for so long and then you watch it and you're like, this it, it met exactly met the hype. Especially since your uh, only pop culture knowledge about Citizen Kane is that it's really good and there's a sled. Yeah, like, That's right. all I knew going into it, really. It's supposed to be really good and there's something about a sled. Something, something about a sled? I don't know. I don't know how that's going to come into play. You guys, it's not really it would, about a sled. I don't, I don't know if that's a spoiler. Would it have been amazing if you go your whole life hearing about the sled and it turns out the scene is like just someone comes from behind and slams into him with a sled, like a folding chair it's like and a the wrestling Joe match. Black, but with sleds. <laughs> yeah, you're like, it's the sled. Oh, oh shit! That's right. Right. That sled, sled is amazing. <laughs> that sled scene, my god, that fucking he absolutely demolished drilled him. him. Yeah, <laughs> I heard he really died. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it's so famous. Yeah. Oh shit! That's trailers. That's we it did for it. the trailers. Yeah, we've done it. Congratulations, right, well, us. Before we, we get it. into news stories, uh, we have some more people to thank. You guys. I think we better. I think we better do it. Yeah, some more producers. Right. Uh, special thanks to. Thanks for having Jason Pargin on. Here's twenty five bucks. Thank what you. A, what a fortunate thank- name to have. Yeah, I know, right? Your parents were prescient. Hmm. I I assume that's their full name. Yeah, it's an incredibly specific name, but man, mm-hmm. right on the money. Uh, thank you to the Midnight Patron. What patrons at midnight? Woo! Thank you. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Mm. Thank you to Andrew. Andrew, how? How? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you to Vincent. Thank you. Thank you to Rev MD. Thank you to John Munez. Mm. Thank you to Wavy Rancheros. Thank you to Mr. DNA. Mr. DNA? And thank you to Lauren Gucci. All right, I'm gonna let me let me let me let me jump in here and get the rest of these these lovely producers. All right, yeah. All right, thanks to Bootler Pulison. They get a thank they you. get a Grumble Bee. Thank you to thank they you. Get a Tux. Thank you. They get a Shepherd Mulch Diggums. Thank thanks you. Thanks to oh, Norm from Cheers. Favorite. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Mm. If you've not seen Artemis Fowl Rockway, <laughs> I, I have not. Surprisingly you enough. You must simply to see a dirt explode out of Josh Gad's asshole. It's a shocking film. <laughs> uh, thank you to Norm from Cheers. Uh, thank you. Thank, thank you. you to Davy Francis. Thank, thank you. you to Space McNulty. Thank, thank you. you to Hiram. Thank and you. thank you to Oh Great, it's that guy. Thank you very much. Oh man. Um. Yeah, well, what is there to say about this Borat thing? The story that's on the tips of everyone's lips. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah. Borat uh, seen Rudy Giuliani fondling himself mm-hmm. or tucking in his pants. Well, that's not even what's funny. According to Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, because who among us? It, it does take a while yeah. to right. tuck in your pants. It takes a long time. Yeah. Yeah, Especially we're when you're old. 30, 40, 60 seconds. Yeah, you got to have your hand yeah. all the way down your pants. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah, I feel like kind of the main point of this is being lost in the coverage. Because, yeah, it's, it's fucking weird and creepy and also hilarious that Rudy Giuliani just like reclines back on this bed and starts feeling his junk. He was so casual mm. about it. Like yeah, it just, happens every day. I yeah. almost yeah. I like felt bad for him a little bit because it's sort of like a well time oh, to make the that. donuts kind of moment. 
<laughs> like he's just so jaded with masturbating to sex traffic children. They're like, uh, I guess, I guess I'll do this. Right. But just another day for Rudy. The the main point of the scene is that the the girl who is well, the woman who is playing Borat's daughter is they they've told him that she is a uh, Eastern European journalist, basically, and that she offers to exchange sex uh, for access and information into the presidency. Like that's oh shit yeah that's what happens in the scene. Is it an oh shit <laughs> moment anymore? Like, I know. But I'm pretty like, sure everything is right. access and information <laughs> into right. the presidency. But it's just interesting. Like it's all that treason now. Treason's real hot right now. It is. Yeah, yeah it's everybody's all it's into white treason. Hot, yeah. It's the hot, hottest new look writing, for fall. I do hope someone's writing all this down, uh, because it feels like right now, like the FBI is like, "Look, we're just going to wait until after the election, because this is exhausting." Yeah, right. Uh, He's going to face uh, a lot of consequences for this, because people still face those for things. Yeah. Oh no, totally. Especially yeah, those rich are, those white still exist. men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, 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 yeah. Good God. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just one more thing. One more thing. But, but by Borat. it's just it's just the news we're used to and then someone threw a borat in there (laughs) just 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 flipping around in the news cycle scampering in there yeah it's like ah geez there's a wonder how long ago was this is he like really guerrilla film turning this around or was this a bit ago oh yeah no this was filmed entirely this year okay yeah so i was just thinking like if he filmed this a while ago and thought he had like a bombshell Oh yeah, and then it, like the world just continues to descend until we're like, yeah, all right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh god damn it! It was uh, it was gonna change the world. <laughs> My satire was gonna bring down the uh, the the administration, <laughs> and then they beat you the punch on every front, mm-hmm. ways you couldn't even imagine with a right. little they Borat just, mind, like, tripping over their own dicks to get ahead of the story. <laughs> That's the incredible thing, and I guess this is why Borat is appropriate. Like, I was pretty lukewarm on a new Borat, but, like, satire has failed us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's just yeah, like... It's just everything documentary now. Yeah, everything that happens yeah. is impossible to satirize because reality and is so much more ridiculous. Sasha Baron Cohen is very good at letting people shoot themselves in the foot on camera. That's his whole thing is he presents them with some sort of zany character that's a parody that's designed in some way to invoke uh, prejudice or 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 something uh, that like a mask off situation with these people and then just lets them be the joke. And so I feel like this is perfect. Right. With the Trump administration, all he has to do is get in a room with them Mm -hmm. And something, or, and they'll they'll fondle their testicles, you know. You don't even have to do it; they just do it. Like yeah, the <laughs> they just now. do it. They just fucking he do just, it. He's just like everything is Borat now. So yes, do we need Borat? I guess is my uh, philosophical yeah. question. When the world is Borat, what place is there for Borat? <laughs> yes, I don't think we don't need Borat, but yeah, you're right. Did, it, did anybody see yet the trial of the Chicago Seven? No, for the love of God, mm-hmm. damn it. Mm-hmm. Something we definitely don't need right now is Sorkin, but that's got Borat in it or Sasha Baron Sasha Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen, yeah. Uh, I won't say anything. It's just very Sorkin. Of course, it's of course it is. Sorkin. Yeah, of course it is. Um, um, let's move on to this next story because this is just 
What a oh what yeah, a, we're all excited. What a for this. fucking shit show! This this goddamn mini four fucking hour mini series is right. turning out. So to be. Jared Leto is returning as the Joker for Zack Snyder's Justice League uh, director's cut, where all the footage is already there and he's just assembling it. Mm-hmm. Back by yeah. well, not popular request. Yeah, <laughs> it's this. The Snyder Cut Somebody never really existed. wants to make this happen. Yeah, like yeah. they're spending I've there was a quote recently on a um by one of the uh Warner Brothers chairmen's or chairpersons. I I forget exactly what his position is uh, on a podcast he was talking about how um the original projected figure to which was just supposed to be for quote, you know, like pre-production, I mean not pre-production, post-production uh assembly of of the footage that was already there to make the Snyder cut was going to be like 20 to 30 million that's what they said they were going to spend to make this happen um it is so very clear now that they are just filming a new movie <laughs> and the quote from this wb person was like they presented that figure to him and he said i wish it was still f- i wish it was 30 million so like, i can't say what it is right. right now but this has turned into a whole i think he said yeah, i think he used the word boondoggle and I'm spending mm-hmm. that on more Jared Leto Joker. Yes. Yeah. Because to it try. was such a good idea to just turn the Joker into Diane Word <laughs> that we just it's... can't we can't let it go. It was wasted. Everybody loved it. There wasn't enough of it. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Get it back. I mean, it was so twisted and damaged. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell because I mean, yeah, he had those right words there, tattooed right there on, on the his head. face. Yeah. Very edgy. Um. They're doing this all is... of this. They're doing all of this to drive subscribers to HBO Max. Like that's the point of this. Yeah, I hope it's worth it for them because uh, it it feels like you're at a slot machine and you're like, I'll just spend ten dollars, and then you keep going to the ATM and you're like, I, I yeah, I just spend a little more. I'll make them all just, the money just, back. Just, 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 ten, like, just ten more dollars, and we can get Jared Leto. Yeah, Jared Leto they, was they, he they in the? Keep... No, he wasn't even in the original. I don't care. Get him in there. <laughs> um. Does Zack Snyder have any, like, damning information on DC? Like, maybe this is, like, they've decided that this is cheaper than letting him make five more movies or something like that, where they're know. like, if he just gets it all out of his system... I feel like Zack Snyder's uh, we'll career never have to talk to him is again. basically... It's basically Jared Leto's Joker. Like, that's the kind of yeah. the same thing. They're doing the same thing. Nobody wants this, but we're going to keep bringing it back until, right. until you get it. <laughs> yeah oh man I, it, it really feels on tilt where it, it feels like yeah they're like look we just we just haven't we uh we haven't been able to do the thing we've wanted to do well right? it's like this is all, it's all like this, yeah totally and uh, like if, owing to that point like this is they're spending all of this time and money on a th- a, th- a movie that will be four years old by the time this new cut comes out that they spent Three hundred million dollars on uh, and lost money on. Yeah, yeah. Nobody it's liked over. It. <laughs> yeah, let's remake yeah. the movie. Nobody liked. Like, nobody fucking likes that movie. <laughs> they didn't. Like... They lost their chance. It's the thing with movies. It's the thing where like <laughs> you're making three Star Wars. Hey, I got a tip. Write it all down first. <laughs> what you're gonna do? Uh, they. I. I'm sure there's a name for that. Where you like write down what your movie's gonna be first, and then you all agree on it. Yeah. Before uh, you just, just go don't... and make three of them. Yeah, they just don't 
do that anymore. So this, it's like this plus um, Suicide Squad were both movies where they're like, ah, oh, shit, we just, oh, we had an idea and we didn't quite do it. So let's just pour it all into this thing. And it's like, they're not, it's like trying to fix a painting by just continually painting more and more on top of it. It's like sometimes you might just need to give up and get yeah, a new canvas. This one's like, like a full inch and a half thick. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is just a sla it's a door now. This is yeah. this is that that uh that woman that tried to uh repair that that wall that fresco Jesus. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh yeah. Oh man. It's a real problem they're having. I can't believe either that or someone at DC leaked this because he knew it would be funny as hell to like <laughs> pretend, like it's a fake story and they're just like Let's f throw some fuel on this. And fire. they just wildly underestimate Zack yeah. Snyder's like bar for quality because now he's like, yeah. huh? Ah, that is a good idea. This also makes Jared Leto the longest-running returning actor to play the Joker. Correct. No, it does, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, uh, when you're not I counting, Mar when you're not, not counting Mark Hamill, but yeah. Oh yeah. Right. 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 Um, right. That's uh, it's also that's not an accomplishment, I think, because. The Joker is a character that's kind of meant to be a one and done. Like if Joker is successfully done, right, he's in a the film, only one to come back. Yeah, if he's coming back continuously with the same actor, that feels like again they're like we just we didn't get it right. Let's try it again. Because uh, yeah, it's Suicide Squad, um, uh, Birds of Prey, and then this. Right? I mean, he's kind not, of the point of the character. He's not in Birds of Prey. Well, what's the third one? Is there no third one? Mm -mm. Oh, so all it took was two? Yeah, he's yeah. No, no other yeah. person has played the Joker. Well, the point more than of the once. character is that he like destroys himself. Like that's the story they keep telling. Yeah. So the the fact that he did not destroy himself successfully and gets to come back is already yeah. the worst Joker. Like by definition. <laughs> right. I I've said this before. And I'll say it again. I, I my defense of Jared Leto's Joker. I don't like the movie season. Um. If you think of a villain as someone that you just fundamentally don't like, like you hate them in your bones, uh, then he's the best Joker. That's true. Because in reality, someone who called themselves the Joker would be this. Right. They wouldn't be cool. Yeah, in no. reality, there are people that call themselves the Joker and they are this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't like them. Accurate portrayal. It's, I mean, yeah. it's the acting. Yeah, it, it's the fucking Aurora shooter. Like, you're like, I don't want to hang out with that guy. That guy's not cool. Yeah. Like, you're not I don't really want to cool. watch this you're movie just... either, but that's what the Joker would want, huh? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. All right. Um, sp uh, speaking of, I don't know, things that are inevitable to fail. <laughs> yeah, dumb Hollywood hubris. Yeah, we're done with Quibi, folks. Yeah. I mean, if you weren't done with Quibi before, yeah. now you are. Yeah. It's just... You, you probably were before, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they just never gained any. Uh, I mean, we've talked about a lot about Quibi on this podcast. It's not. It's just it's sad. It's watching someone like it's it's watching someone with like an amazing car, and they just drive it terribly. <laughs> and yeah, you it's know, driving like, a Lamborghini off the lot yeah, into well, a pole. And you're, you're like, you're, you know, like they got all this, and they're gonna 
total it and on top of that there's a lot like it's also filled with children and they didn't do anything uh, let me um, l- let me let me assist your metaphor here it's like watching a friend oh with, my metaphor is perfect watching Tom. a friend with a really nice car that they uh immediately do some stupid modification to it that makes no sense and then they start driving it terribly right it's just they were given so much money yes uh and there's so many uh creatives out there who you know, are losing their people. jobs because they of the got internet. Some shows on Quibi. I didn't watch them because you can't. Yeah, exactly. That's because the, you're not allowed because it's a platform built on limitations, which is insane. Right. It's yeah, it's people so, love yeah, those. It's people love so limitations. Dumb and like not a single show ever took advantage of the format really, except for the very that one of the very last things that uh, was produced by Steven Soderbergh was like the only thing to actually take advantage of the fact that you're watching it on a phone. Like you could turn it to, it's about this guy who was stranded in the wilderness and you could turn the phone one way to just watch it like a movie or you could turn the phone profile and it would be like you were looking at the character's phone as he's guiding himself through the wilderness. It's a good idea. Um, but yeah, it's like, it, it was it, like Rob Brockway said, it's a restrictive format. Like the product itself was broken from jump. Right. The, the the writers and the people behind, with the exception of like that guy who stole the idea. Yeah, fuck that from, guy. Uh, but and and Murder House Flip. Like they had ta- the Sam Raimi was doing something for them. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they, they, good they had talent. Um there's people I know who were in you know, yeah. had shows on Quibi. Uh and like they should have tapped more people from the internet. There was like you know, if you're gonna make short form entertainment I don't know. Maybe look into people who've been doing that for a decade. Right, we, but, we've been doing that though. Like, yeah. you're not making this. You didn't invent this. You thought you invented right. this. Yeah. Uh, and so just watching it all inevitably crash, and it's just like, yeah, there it goes. Yeah. Like, it sucks. We only heard about Quibi like three times. Once when it started, a second time when we we're like, it's weird how Quibi apparently still exists and this time yeah because they didn't do any times the the subject was making fun of it it was never like hey this is exciting new thing yeah because they didn't allow screen grabs they didn't allow screen grabs so people could share the shows sharing yeah and let's also limit the platform let's just yeah yeah let's just put a fucking chastity belt on this thing really lock that cock down (laughs) it's the equivalent of being like hey there's a new spielberg film out but you can only watch it on an old sega and it's like all right well and you're not allowed to tell anybody about it yeah yeah you can't tell anybody it's like i don't know if that's going to be good because i'll never watch it yeah i don't even know where i'd get a sec yeah like yeah in uh Uh, in our in the 1900 hot dog discord somebody posted about it today and they had a, a piece that i think was cut from a jeffrey katzenberg interview where he was talking about where he first had this idea and he had it with Breaking Bad. Have you covered this already? Mm-mm. No, no, I, I hadn't heard, heard this. So. He wanted to pay, in the final season of Breaking Bad, they were already, they wrote the ending, they were filming the ending, and he came to him and said, I want you to make more Breaking Bad and I'll pay you $25 million for three episodes. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to chop them into 10-minute quick bites and I'm going to charge people a dollar a piece for it. So it'll be 30 pieces of breaking bad and people will love it and like the people behind breaking bad were like obviously no i mean <laughs> we just finished the show obviously no, no. i mean they, they straight laughed at him but like he just keeps pitching this idea that it's like shows but 10 minutes 
Because he yeah. thinks he invented it. It's like the guy with the giant spiders in Wild Wild West. Uh, yeah. He just wants to put it in everything. Quibi has to happen. Katzenberg. John Peters, the, is that that guy? I think so. This is yeah, his Wild Wild West. Yeah. Like, he got it. Yeah. He finally he got finally the giant got spider. Giant spider well, yeah. And now his career was, is over. <laughs> since... But it, that's the thing is it should have been over. Like he was also one of the biggest um, 3D is the future 3D guys. 3D TV right. guys, yeah. Yeah, he's been since the 2000s uh, pathologically wrong like with every prediction about, and everything. Specifically about how people want to watch things. Yes, how people want to watch yeah. stuff. Because yeah. he was talking about that in the future. Don't. They, they don't yeah. want to watch things. They need to be roped in with gimmicks and weirdness. Right, because it's like just make, just make good things. Use that money to make good things, and just put, it, just release the good things, and then people will watch them in ten minute bites on a phone yeah. only. Yeah, it's yeah. They could have again. Uh, it's mad. It was the, the idea itself was flawed from the beginning. Um, I don't know. It, so much money out there. So many jobs. So many creatives looking for places for homes. Two billion dollars. Yeah, and they couldn't fucking make it. Just start a country. Yeah, Yeah. run by just this madman who's like insisting on doing it this one specific broken way, and all that money just gone. Yep. And I don't care about money. It's more about the people that you could give that money to. The money stands for here's all of this fucking people who aren't aren't going to get this opportunity. All these jobs yeah. gone. It's, it's you could have saved millions of lives. Oh, here's yeah. a, here's Instead, a <laughs> you quibbed. Here's quibbed a mad, the bed. Here is a maddening thing that uh, that hit the news uh, today. Um, apparently, when Katzenberg and um, the other part, oh, I forget the lady's name, <laughs> and that's right. then that's a shame. She's. I think she's banking on that. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. she's. Yeah. She's gonna that's quietly the, that's slip the out the greatest favor you could have done her right now. Yeah. That was she's a real like the solid. guy in Titanic mm-hmm. who like gets on the life raft and hopes no one sees him. Um. Okay. So when they were on the call, uh, telling, letting everybody know that they were gonna, they were shutting down because they couldn't, you know, sell it. Katzenberg. <laughs> on the phone, on the video call, uh, told all of the people he had just laid off to listen to the song Get Back Up Again from Trolls. Yes, I heard that. Meg, Meg Whitman, that's his, That's the other partner. That's the other founder's name. Oh, you had to burn her. You had to burn yeah. her, didn't um, you? For getting on a call and telling people to listen to Anna Kendrick tell us to get back up again after you just laid us all the fuck <laughs> off, she needs to get burned. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you're lucky that was a call. That's how you start a riot. I, yeah, I, that's I heard that, and I was like, if my boss played, told me played the troll song "Get Back Up Again" and told me to listen to this for inspiration as he was laying me off, I would fucking murder him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a building that gets burned down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's like no that's, way. That's how you burn a building down. If you're doing like an insurance thing, if anybody's <laughs> listening and needs it, do that. Yeah. I mean, that's you had to do that virtually because if you did that in person, you would not leave the building alive. No, you'd be like Tommy Lee Jones and Natural Born Killers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. 
Yeah, that is, it's such, they're just so rich and yeah, out of touch. Yeah, because right, he's just going to go back to his mansion, one of his mansions, and continue being Jeffrey Katzenberg and be like, oh, well, yeah. that didn't work. Guess it's back to the drawing board. It's like, no, this was a- Smell-o-vision. This is we a- got to add tra- something. <laughs> yeah. He's just going to go, yeah, he's going to call Joel Two Silver or something and be like, dollars. I owe you 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. And so much creative talent. And he's just like, oh, well, back to the drawing board. Like, no, you fucking ma. You stupid yeah. asshole. You need to be taken out of the industry. Yeah, he like, really you does. need to retire. You're his Got way your of fucking thinking. giant spider. Hope you're <laughs> yeah. happy. Yeah. yeah. Hope it's everything uh, you thought it'd be. Hang yeah. hang Quibby around his neck like a fucking albatross. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But that's it for news stories. <laughs> yeah. Uh we got uh we got more producers. Yeah, yeah, let's get through them. Uh special thanks to Lef. Mm. Thank you, Lef. Thank you to Nolan Mayton. Thank you very much. Thank you to Joshua Graves. Mm. Thank you. Thank you to Normal Man, Andrew McGuire. Thank nothing you. off about that. Nah. Yeah, nothing yeah. off. Seems completely on the level. Thank you to Ozzy. Ooh. Thank you. Thank you to AJ. Mm. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Woo. Here with mm. the weather. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you to Frank Lee Amish. Thank you very much. Oh, man. Let me dive in here and grab these last couple. Thank you to Mrs. Voitus. Thank you. Thanks to the ghost of Dave Thomas haunting Mm. us still. Uh, Thank you to Aaron Burser. Aaron Burser. Thank you to David Knife Boot Henson, MBA CPA. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparks, Esquire. Thank Thank you you to Mackenzie, Righteous Hand of the Lizard People, Chill. Thank Thank you you to Funky J. Thank you. Funky J. To Pie Guy. Woo. Thank you, Pie Guy. Oh, man. Well, I think, man, man, we did Woo. it, right? That's. Yeah, let's let's dust off. Oh, man. man. We made it. Dave. No, Dave. Dave. What? David. What? Dave. Um, what? I'm gonna, I need you, to, I need you to, to hang on for a quibby. Oh, uh, okay. And uh, tell me whether or not you have a movie that deserves more hype. I do. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh,. We're continuing uh, October, Halloween, so I got another horror film. Ooh. October yeah, is, is Halloween. <laughs> October yeah. is Halloween. It's October. The month, the month of Halloween. Uh, this is out now. Uh-oh. It's been out. Uh, I haven't seen it. I probably should have, because then I could tell you, mm-hmm. like, you know, how it ends. That's fine. Everybody likes we're all, that. We're all terrible at managing our time. It's fine. This is called Hosts with an S, not to be confused with Host. Yes, the Shutter. Uh, film. The Shutter. This is, I think, from England. It's a, it's a, it's a technically a Christmas movie about, um, like the family getting back together, uh, and out of like fucking nowhere, two of the siblings just start killing the rest of the family. Uh, if you watch the the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they there's something wrong with them. Their eyes glow. Uh, there there's they seem to be I don't know possessed. They kind of I, I like the effect more than that. So I'm gonna specify they don't glow. They get this kind of like cataract blind effect that I thought was yeah. really cool. That mm-hmm. was a good take it's, on that. Yeah, it's like a wolf in headlights. You know, like that. Like yeah, they did where it's like job. they yeah, uh, it's really creepy looking. Uh, and I guess it's not my favorite genre, but it's very like torture uh but like kind of more messed up like that they describe a scene where one of them takes out pliers to someone who's tied up 
and then pulls out their own tooth, not their tooth. And it's like, oh, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it just looks... It, it's got mixed reviews, uh, but it looks really fucking cool. Yeah, it looks gnarly. Yeah. It looks like... And uh, so, like... It looks like the crazies kind of meets... Uh, what was that? The Invitation. Yes, the... Um, which both the, good movies. The, I like both of those movies. So uh, yeah, yeah, for that. yeah. I, I was film actually threat, really into the, <clears throat> the invitation. Yeah, the film threat review uh, brings up the strangers and um, funny games. and funny games. Yeah, which we yeah. just watched with Jason. Yeah. So yeah, if if like not everybody's into that genre, but this sure. looks this looks like a pretty good one to to include into that. Uh, subgenre of horror mm-hmm. and it looks like it has something super supernatural going on too so right yeah uh, there seems to be some sort of possession element it's not clear but it, it looks fucking creepy yeah uh, people check out the trailer check it out mm-hmm. uh hosts yeah as in two hosts mm-hmm. multiple hosts. multiple hosts there's a host and then there's another host standing next to that host mm-hmm. Uh yeah, check check that shit out. It's uh, I haven't heard much about it, and again, it's it's like available. Word. So for for your spookies, yeah, for for our spooks, Get for that spook yeah, on. for our spoops and boobs. Mm-hmm. Um, well, guys, that's a sewed. We did it. Yeah, we did. Oh man, yeah, it just kind of feels like a podcast, doesn't it? It does. It, it, it does. does. It, it, I got that podcast feeling. You just keep going until you feel it in your gut. Like, oh, <laughs> podcast. Oh shit. That was it. We, pod- we did it. We, we did it. a podcast rumbling around in there. Um, yeah. Brockway, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what do you want to? What do you want to plug? What do you want to tell people about? I just want to plug one nine hundred hotdog dot com, or you can mm. find us on Patreon one nine hundred hotdog. It's me and Sean Baby uh, writing comedy like there used to be on the internet. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's they, great. A couple of dudes used to do that. That shit. They used to just write <laughs> funny shit. <laughs> and uh we do it every day uh you can come check it out there are free ones every week and not free ones every week if you get really into it uh come check us out we are you know what we're fucking great we're awesome you are you know fucking that. great. Yeah, it is I agree. it is awesome and hilarious and and yeah it's 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 i i cherish the fact that this website exists <laughs> it's something we all need right now yeah. it's just yeah, uh-huh. people have told us that, and uh, not my words, but we're heroes. I will repeat them. Uh, yeah, we I mean, are there goes... saving the world one article at a time. Uh, right. It's 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 on the hierarchy. It's like there's there's you, uh, then Jesus Christ, right right under us, but under mm-hmm. uh, veterans under that. Mm-hmm. But like they never, you know, we know who's at the top. I, I would put nurses second, and like. Nurses okay, and doctors. Yeah. I'm like Jesus third. Mm-hmm. That's otherwise okay. spot on. And then like and okay. then like Batman. Like probably right yeah. around. Yeah, he's he's Batman's on somewhere. Batman's somewhere. He's in somewhere in there. Yeah, because he's rich. Yeah. And that's like and and that's, yeah, that's, that's a hero. That that's makes heroic. you a hero. Yeah, that is heroic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh Dave, tell him about what we got going on. Uh we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. Uh there's exclusive podcasts there like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman mm. and Fox Mulder is a maniac. Mm. I believe we still have a producer tier open get it while it's hot uh yeah that's it check it out yeah we also have a store tpublic.com slash store slash gamefully unemployed we get t-shirts masks mugs stickers posters all kinds of shit we got a bunch of new designs uh they all look great um yes check it out yeah it's it's we got some fun stuff 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, do it and uh, review this podcast if you would. Please leave a review. Oh, it, hel- it helps yeah. us out. I read those. Yeah. Um. Yeah. A good one. They won't say it, but I will. <laughs> no, no. Even if you no. even if you leave a ba- leave a bad one, it still boosts no. visibility. I'll read. Good one. <laughs> and I'll never forget. But yes, leave a good one. Yeah. Or I will find you and make you listen to the trolls song. Mm, uh, <laughs> to encourage you. To encourage you to leave a better review. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, that's it. Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.